I'm so bored of people thinking I don't know how to talk. Obviously, I do. I've shagged yeah. women. You've almost shagged us. I've almost shagged you. Yeah. Hello everyone. Hello lesbians. Welcome to the Lesbian Supper Club podcast. I'm grinning from ear to ear right now because I'm just looking at this pink person that is just sat there in leather. It's kind of like half dominatrix, half what is which you would all be able to see actually as well because this is the first fully filmed recorded episode of the Lesbian Supper Club podcast that's going to be available everywhere for you to watch us as well as listen to us. Which... Everyone wants to watch this little pink. Yeah, rocket. so you better be listening and then going home and watching as well. Yes, I don't absolutely. want the listener views to drop. I thought you were going to say going home and doing something else. Then well, you can do something else if you want. That's what yeah. I don't know doesn't hurt me. But Tell I me. want you to listen and then go home and watch because if the listens drop, we'll stop doing it. Yeah, stop it. Threat from me. <laughs> so you have to listen to everything twice. Yes. Yeah, which I don't. There's nothing wrong with that. We listen to songs on yeah. repeat, taking yeah. new information each time. Exactly. I've listened to your songs a million a times. Many times. Anyway, need I even introduce the first ever guest that we had on the Lesbian Supper Club podcast? The amazing Beth McCarthy. Thank you that is so back much. nearly back. A, year a year to the, to the date. date. Which and is that crazy. is weird. Yeah, because I feel like so much has happened. It's been insane. And you know when it's such a cliche to be like, that feels like it was yesterday, but it was also a year ago. No, that feels to me, because so much has happened, like it was three years ago. It's so long. It feels like a lot. I feel like it feels feels like like ages ago, ago. But then when I think about the actual recording itself and sitting in that studio with you, that doesn't feel too long ago. Oh, see, for me, it does. I think I was a bit drunk. I, I think, think I we're was. all a bit drunk. Oh, do you remember how much tequila we managed? Yeah, we to get had quite a bit of tequila, <laughs> yeah. and I'm thinking back, and I was actually yeah. I was a bit wobbly yeah. in that episode. <laughs> no, but I was so nervous. Yeah, I had never too. done a podcast before. Just like there was the first time we'd ever picked up a mic, and obviously, thank God for you being there because mm. I felt like it g- gave us something like kind of structure-wise to like ask you questions. I also think though because it wasn't ran by us at the time, and the people at the time were really great, but had a different. A slightly different outlook or vibe as to what Do they wanted we to had achieve. The script yeah, the, it and was, I was almost like, too scripted is... for us. <laughs> yeah. And I think it just now it... we're completely unscripted, which is great because yeah, I feel like that's concerning. what's going to get us into trouble one day. Worrying. And I know you are shitting yourself just a little bit today because you usually well, have think, to do this with no, us. As we've said before. <laughs> The exposure's been so constant now. I don't think we can say or do yeah, much. Yeah, to be fair, I mean, this time last year was an entirely yeah. different Might I just feeling. say the glow up that you've had since this time last year is insane. Not only looks-wise, because that's all I'm focusing on. <laughs> you were an ugly you little so fucking ugly. rat last but year. You were so ugly last year. But the whole progression of your career, you yeah. have blown up massively. You were already doing well. Really at, well. I remember at that time thinking, she's already doing really well, like, this is great. But now, in comparison to then, is insane. So yeah, I'm gonna let you it's kind of grown. like introduce what yourself happened? to like. So what has happened? What Honestly, how did that happen? It's it's funny because it's you don't like put a timeline on it until there there is one like in front of you, and this is actually a really good way to do that because obviously when I came and did the yeah. podcast, it it was just an entirely different um, like beast, I guess, yeah. to, to what it is now, um, and I guess. You know, the release of this EP, socials were, you know, really took it for me because I started the 
the What Do You Call It series with you guys as well. It's, it's oh, shit, kind of, yeah, we done that. You were the, the, f- one, one the, of the first, first or second. Yeah, yeah. first I posted. It was the yes. outside of Cock and Bottle, yes. wasn't yeah. it? When summertime, let's start yeah. the summer. Yeah. yeah, and that kind of really started, because that was never really meant to be uh, an ongoing series. It was just, you know, an idea to, to try and shoehorn some promotion of my song yeah um and then that just blew up like that's done that's probably a couple million views now that how many times do you get people going what are you all the time a bit, a bit annoying now isn't it honestly let's yeah be real. I hate like let's You're fucking a better person <laughs> than i am i walk down the street and someone like someone will just shout it at me really and I'm like, no but to be fair you can't really go incognito and you also can't blame them because you shout it in the street. I do. So you're giving people something. <laughs> so as soon to as go it doesn't off. benefit I do do you, essentially, though, you know, True. I ask first. You do. I think this people. Want, I think people get confused. I think they think that like my interviews, I just run up to people, and because there's mm. been a bunch of stuff where it's like, oh, like she's like grabbing them. I'm like, yeah, because usually the people in the videos are friends or like yeah. people who have seen me and yes. already feel like they know me yes. and we've already had an exchange yeah. beforehand which establishes yeah, but babe, the babe, this is the fucking internet. The internet, somebody will find a problem with literally anything. Oh, yeah, anything, right? We're going to get oh, into that yeah. I know that you know this very well. So like, for people who haven't listened to our first ever episode and don't know who you are, can you give us a very brief introduction of who you are and so, what it is? my name is Beth McCarthy. I'm asking no. Um, <laughs> I'm a artist, a pop pop rock. We'll call it. We'll say that's the genre. Yeah. Um, artist, and I'm queer. I'm bisexual. Um, two you. separate words. <laughs> I'm bi. Bisexual. Because you say goodbye to having any kind of sex at all. <laughs> <laughs> Never that had it in good. the first place. Mate. <laughs> Never yeah. had it in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I basically this year. Um, released well uh, I'm releasing um, an EP which is all about being queer it was deliberately for that's called I don't know how to talk to girls it's out on the 14th of Feb on Valentine's Day so that's coming very soon yeah so yeah and that's that's kind of me and I guess um, this year's growth has been yeah been a really significant one like I've I've had little moments before I had a, a song called She Gets the Flowers which which kind of was the original one that really went off and mm-hmm. then released an EP after that. And it's kind of just been gradually growing. And then I, you know, with the help of social media and and I kind of, I guess I've accidentally become an influencer in a way that wasn't, it wasn't intentionally well, you to have try to be, and sadly, be an influencer. Right? But you yeah, sadly have to be. You it's don't have a choice anymore, which is so mm. shit for musicians. Yeah. And I think I'm fortunate because I quite enjoy it. And, and you're I, good at it. You've got that natural thing. I think because you've done the presenting before, right? Yeah. So and I just like people, and I yeah. think, and I, I am a consumer of social media as well. I think that helped. Like I so watch you know stuff, and I'm like, that's what I want to watch. So I'm going to try and do that, and yeah. and that's kind of what started it. Um, and I, I also you, just think mm. when you were pushing music, like music is so much bigger than the song. Mm. Um, it, it you know it it so, yeah. goes into so many stories and like there can be one song and that covers so many different stories. And I think yeah. being able to connect with people who relate to that on all sorts of different levels, which is why, you know, the interviews um, work really well is because you're not just getting this story through lyrics. Like you're also starting to understand it through like other people yes. and yeah 
interactions and that's been really nice it's been really nice to see and do yeah. and i feel like like back in the day like artists like lady gaga for example would kind of portray that via masses of budget of a music video right and there'd be scripts of these music music videos whereas a lot of artists don't have the luxury to do that but what is free is your mobile phone recording and creating that narrative for yourself so you've done that really well i think as well for your latest ep that you're well that you're releasing kind of like songs here and there giving us the bits of it that is a journey in itself so like you were saying to me before about the journey of figuring out your sexuality and then also like relationships etc yeah and which is put you on this like massive like lesbian queer map right it's like the radar of lesbians we've all heard the pronoun she in your songs and then people go fucking running okay exactly but not only that the songs are actually really fucking good and people can relate to it so like give us like the backstory from the first song to the last song of the ep like how does that work so in terms of what you've been through basically can i ask a question before that because yeah. i remember after we recorded last year you actually did go into a bit of a stagnant phase yeah, internally as well. I'm not saying it happened externally, but I remember having conversations with you where you were like, I'm like starting to panic. And yes. then suddenly it went from zero to 100. Mm -hmm. In that panicking phase, did you write this album? Or no, it was already it already before. in the process of being written. So oh shit, okay. I don't know how to talk to girls is mm -hmm. like the lead track. And um, that's just come out uh, a few weeks ago. And that's been written for like two and a half years. That song um, is so sick, by the way. Thank yeah. you. It's, and the thing is, that one was always the one for me. Like, I wrote yeah. it and I was like, this is going to be one. To be fair though, babe, just, when I heard you play that live for the first time, I thought, fuck. That's me. When you know, me, you, know. you were like, that's the I song. I was like, that's the ticket. Yeah. And that's I was like, this one. is my favorite child immediately. And yeah. it needs to happen. And the, originally, I'd written it. I played it at a gig and it wasn't even produced yet. Like we literally just yeah. boshed it out in was a really- Was it the close shop gig? Way. No, it was before No, that. there was one before that. It I was, can't remember I think where. it was the anti-Valentine show that I did. Was it the one where Catty performed? Yeah. Before? Yeah, yeah, I remember it was Maybe ages that ago that you did it. Oh, yeah. Fuck. And we basically just, it was just, you know, all the other songs have tracks and stuff and that hadn't even been produced yet. So it was just like me kind of trying it on the guitar and just played it out. It went down so well. Mm. And I was like, this is the one. So I'm going to get through this EP that I'm doing at the minute. And then I'm putting that out. And I had all of these ideas. And I was like, well, I'm going to. So I don't know how to talk to girls was actually going to be the original interviews. I was going to go right, out in London okay. and uh. be on a mission to find out how to talk to girls. Right. Asking a bunch of people. So I was like, I'm going to do that. I've got like these different things that I, I think will work. I can, I, I was going to do a podcast. I was going to do like a queer event because I just started going to some queer events. But I was like, the whole song was inspired by going to a queer event yeah. and feeling like I was at a school disco because me and my friend were there as two yeah. bisexuals. And we were like, oh my God, I don't know how to talk to girls. Like we're just How we're do just I even here. fucking approach them? How do I approach yeah. them? Like, And everyone felt the same in the room. Yes. So <clears throat> that's why I wanted to write that song. Um, so I was like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And then um, someone I was working with at the time was like, Beth, this is a lot of stuff for one song. And what are you going to do after that? You know, like you've got, yeah. you've got a lot of... A whole EP yeah, to promote. Yeah, you've got a whole thing to do after. And if you're putting all of this marketing effort into one song, you're probably going to put yourself in a bit of a hole. So I was like, very true, need to do an EP. But if it's an EP, it needs to be called I Don't House Talk to Girls because that's the lead single. Yeah. So yeah. it has to be called that. And it can't be called that unless all the songs make sense with that title. Yeah. So then I was like, right, 
I guess I'm writing like a concept like EP a journey yeah. about my journey being queer whatever that looks like and originally I was like starting with I don't know how to talk to girls being the first one and then going from there because I was like well that's where you start is not really knowing how to talk to girls but then I had to go no I think it should be in the middle I want to give it some space before I release that song so I'm going to write in like the journey before not knowing how to talk to girls and then after yeah so that's where what do you call it came from Mm -hmm. which was the kind of discovering your label and where you fit because you know I'm a very proudly always have been someone who was attracted to multiple genders haven't known exactly what to call that because I think I've spoken about it before but the word bisexual is a weird one or has been a weird one yeah. for me because it doesn't always make sense with the way I feel like there's I can be talking to someone who is like I identify as bisexual and I'm like great I'm not you and you're not me like we <laughs> yeah, are yeah. not the same but you are equally as valid to be a bisexual in your feelings yes it's just I'm not that. We're not the same kind um, of bisexual. Yeah, and yeah. then there I was is really almost like with that. spectrums within the spectrum of sexuality, right? There's mm-hmm. like spectrums of bisexuality. There's spectrums of like being a lesbian. There's spectrums of being just queer generally. And yeah. It doesn't mean any more is less than another. But yeah, yeah, it's like you and you don't and just because as well, we're all part of the same community. And I think it's so fucking important for everyone in this community to like stand up for each other and support each other. Yeah. But like it's also just fine to fucking disagree with people and not get on with people in this community as well. And this is what, and again, like, the cancel culture. Yeah. Is that what you were going to say? No, I was going <laughs> to say what she was saying, what Beth was saying about yeah. meeting another bisexual person and being like, actually, we don't just have anything in common as not even just our sexuality because your your definition and your experience of bisexuality is so fucking different to mine. Well, this is it. And and also a bunch of, you know, conversations around gender have happened since the word well, bisexual yeah, exactly. came mm-hmm. into play. So then you're like, well, what does that look like? Mm. Because, because then you go, okay, am I pansexual? Because I, I, I'm not saying that I would well, yeah, be Yeah, because I would definitely date a non-binary yeah. assigned yeah. female at birth. Exactly. For yeah. sure. So it's sort of like, okay, then what does that change your label and it honestly like it's got to the point I don't care I like a label just I personally do not care Mm -hmm. and I feel like I've been not pushed into because I'm quite happy to do it but because of the platform that I have I have started to use the term bisexual more to represent of that's what I think is important right because I think this is where we feel about lesbian as well do I care about the word itself Mm. not really do i care about the association and the history and the like fight that we've all had to go through on multiple different levels yes and that's why i push it yeah do you know what i mean it's not even really a personal agenda either from that perspective it'd be the same reason why you would push you know saying that you're bisexual you know whether that changes or not because there are a load of people who feel the same way that you do that don't have the confidence and they need to know what that looks like yeah for a minute there I was like I'd way I don't ah stop trying to label me I just I didn't like it because you were fully in your lesbian era at one point I was well it's like that's the other thing I thought you were going to stay there you you really (laughs) did Um, you were really shocked when I did not stay there yeah I mourned that for a bit I'm not going (laughs) to lie so upset when I started dating a man I'm like no guys I've always been bi Um, it's like felt like my child telling me they were straight (laughs) like if I don't have a gay kid get the fuck out of my household you're on the street. <laughs> but I think, but this was actually a huge part of, because I went through, you know, there was, a, there was a long period of time where I wasn't attracted to a man for a bit. And mm-hmm. I, I... Miss her. Was, I miss that girl. <laughs> but like, I'd, 
you know, I'd come from from York, which is like a very small northern city that mm. like I moved to London from. There was basically no queer women in in, in you know in York. So that I'd moved of. to London. There's definitely there are women also, that are freaking themselves more to queer now. Cheryl down the road then <laughs> own the local bar. For our shaz, you know. <laughs> I'd like we it wasn't as accessible and it wasn't something that I could explore. And also I was living at my parents' house. So like there's only yeah. so far you can go yeah. in that vicinity. Mate, I managed and, it. You know, it's but you're a lesbian. <laughs> and also and you don't care. I'm You're in brave. Windsor. You can get a... I'm, I'm a brave what? lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like, also, I was bi and therefore very much validly attracted to men also. Yeah, yeah, Easier yeah. option. Obviously, oh, you yeah, just don't. Yeah. And that is part of the thing with, with being, you know, the comp het <laughs> thing. I moved to London. That was my kind of moment where I was like, ah, I'm... I've, I'm actually able to explore my queerness and that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I did that and th I was still, I was very casually doing everything. So I was still seeing men mm -hmm. casually doing, but it wasn't, that wasn't the first thing on my mind. Like yeah. if I went out, I was like looking at women yes. and that was where I was at. And obviously that then was like, oh, what, then what is my label now? Because this has been this for ages. And I think a yeah. lot of people do I that. I think any, anyone dependent on their label, when you get an ounce of freedom, you fucking run to the thing you've not had freedom from. Fr yes. Freedom yeah, with. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is probably why you were just like, women, 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 women. Yeah. Because it's like fucking telling a kid that they can't have chocolate and then suddenly you put them entirely yeah. in the chocolate and that's factory. What my They're going to go and fucking mad. I ended mad. up hiding well, then bags you, of... Yeah. Packets of yeah. galaxy chocolate under my bed. Um, yeah. This isn't your therapy it, session. It for actually you, is. So. <laughs> okay, because I need everything that I can get right I've now. done therapy. I've been doing therapy. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I have been struggling. <laughs> so going back to your EP. Sorry, so yeah. You so like went through your... The label thing. Yeah. Just to kind of complete that, because I think it's just an important conversation. The, the label thing, at the end of the day, your label should fit you. You shouldn't be fitting a label. So... What and and they can change and mm -hmm. I think there's so much gatekeepiness around going. Oh, no. But but they were this before and you were this and now you're this and it's like so yeah like mm -hmm. also no like I could be this other thing and you just got that completely wrong but also maybe yeah like there's yeah. a it goes people go from straight to not straight to could be straight again you know no and yes, it, there's yeah. no shame in changing things because people grow feelings are different every. But you yeah, can't live for anyone second. else, right? So exactly. that's the main thing. Live for yourself. But the bisexual thing has become more of a just solidified label that I'm using now because I, because of this whole, you know, I've written a, an, an EP, which I'll go into more, but it's all about my experiences with women. Mm -hmm. That It's not about my experience as a bisexual and it includes men and women. The point was, it's about me figuring out that I like women. Yeah. Yeah. I liked men as well throughout yeah. this whole thing, but, but all the, the songs are about my experiences yes. with women. Yeah. Because they were the many other EPs and many other <laughs> albums and many other songs that you're going to write that are going to be about your experiences with men and yeah. your experiences as bisexual. Also, I've written so many songs about men. Like yeah, you have, I yeah. have had long term relationships with men. Yeah. They've 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 entered enough of my songs. Like let yes. give me five yeah. songs about women and yeah. let me have them without having to constantly explain that I also like men. Because nobody nobody was telling me to also include women while I was singing about men. No. Like no one was saying, hey um, you should also like just let everyone know that at the same time as like 
like you were seeing these men, you were also like having wet dreams about women. No mm. one's telling me to do mm. that. Yeah, but, but like, also, is that because of the patriarchy though? Do you it probably is. It is yeah. because listen here, by women always expected to be with a man. Yeah. By men always, always expected, expected to be, to be with, with a man. man. What's the fucking common denominator? Man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Men. Exactly. Yeah. Right? So and it's like, like sometimes it just doesn't include you yeah. guys. You know, like, do you know what? It's not about you. So a big reason why I feel like the bisexual label is one that I am now owning more is mm -hmm. because that I've I've written an EP about women. People are seeing me being really vocal about women and and I'm a bisexual doing that. And I think as as you've said, like if you're a woman, you're expected to be with a man, regardless of your, you know, mm -hmm. sexuality. Yeah. Um if you're attracted to men, then that's who you'll end up with. And actually, like, I was equally as bisexual in my, quote, lesbian era. I was still just the same amount as bisexual as before, just the same as as ever. Yeah. Um, but you don't see that as but much. People, are, people will only ever take a surface level. Yeah. Like so they'll, they'll, they'll read it as the what that is, place. which is why mm. I feel like it's important for me to continue shouting about being bi yeah. because there's a bunch of them out there where it's like I don't feel gay enough to yeah. be bi because I have a boyfriend and I'm like no nah, you're still bi girlfriend if yeah. you think you're bi then you're bi like that's yeah. okay yeah and you know it I have been I've had multiple boyfriends throughout being a bisexual yeah. and I <laughs> I was still very bi yeah. so you know and 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 then I got out of those and I had relationships with women and I mm. did all sorts of, you know, it, it doesn't Have you yeah. ever, when you've been shifted. with um, men and or women at different times, obviously, or maybe at the same time, who knows, um, have those partners ever had problems? Because obviously we hear it a lot in the queer community yeah. from lesbians predominantly, which I can't wholly disagree with in terms of it's a sad recurrent theme mm. where lesbians always say I struggle to get with bi girls because I'm worried they're going to cheat or leave me for a man mm -hmm. and we've also had nearly every no actually every single horror story we've been sent about a bi, a, a bi girl has ended that way Right, and I'm not saying that by any means. I think means, it is the, the compare. Um, it is the compulsory yeah. heterosexuality. I'm not, and I'm not saying by any means that is a blanket and should any be taken as any narrative of statistic. What I'm saying is, and we go back to the girls and say this, it creates a really bad narrative though for bisexual people yeah. for mm. people to have that um, fear and kind of view that that's going to happen. But at the same yeah. time, then when it happens to the person, how can you then say? No, don't worry. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So what I was asking there is like, have you had uh, or situationships or partners or et cetera, female mm -hmm. that have had problems with you liking men and vice versa with being with a man and had problems with you liking or being attracted to women or no? Yes. I've definitely run into the being with women and there being like a insecurity about men. Okay. Um, men... It's funny, right? There's always a, I think, I don't know where I sit with it, right? Because, and every, again, everyone is different. Every bisexual person will probably feel differently where I am quite a different energy probably in my relationships with women versus my relationships with men. I think I probably take a slightly different role yeah. or have done previously. Yeah, I, I'm not going to say like, that's what I do every time, yeah. but I definitely... And also the relationships are different. Are different. Yeah. Being with a man is fundamentally different than being with a woman. So you're not consciously acting differently. Yeah. It's just like... 
the relationship, I would be different if, if I was being, if I was with a man than if I'm with a woman. Exactly. Because like, yeah, there are just so many things, biology, like socially, historically, that do feed into our behavior. Men and women are different. That. Like yes. we, they just are. Yeah, oh yeah. my God, they just are. Yeah. And like, that's also fine. Mm -hmm. So it's funny because that is a thing. And I've had it being in, being with men who are like kind of fine for you to... Do your do you thing think with women. Men are okay to sexualize it, and therefore they find it hot, so they don't have as much of a problem. Whereas women don't necessarily so find it hot. Some yes. Okay. Some may feel insecure. Surely. Right? Some. So I've run into like, it's come from a nice place, but is probably still problematic. Where it's like, that, and I know this for, not just from my experience, but from friends who have had like male partners, and in that kind of long term relationship, they've discovered that they also are by curious oh, okay. okay or whatever and that partner has sort of gone okay i love you i can acknowledge that this is a part of your sexuality that you haven't you haven't explored and you want to and so like it does feel different for me because it's something that like i can't give you it is a different thing being with a woman is different mm -hmm. and that doesn't i'm not obviously that can equate to then on the other side the people who this woman is exploring with quote like then feeling like an experiment right yeah. which yeah. then that that's not good it's hard yeah everyone but, knows that when they're swiping on hinge it's always like <sighs> couples looking for <laughs> but yeah. then there is also that then but then you go okay well where is it an experiment where is it just like people being poly but then it's yeah. gendered polyamory yes. right because yeah. it's like i'm okay with us being poly as long as you're only it's like getting with yeah women but that's not coming from a place because i think it's hot i don't want to see it like i don't have to you know i'm not asking you to tell mm. me every detail so that i can get off on it later it's because you've never been able to do that before yeah. and yeah. i want to respect your bisexuality like i think it's coming from a nice place but like is it still a bit like well but people are people, so why do you have a problem when it's this and you don't when it's this? Yes. It's hard. Yes. I don't know. So complex. I don't know what the right move is. Anyway, labels, blah, blah, I'm bisexual, yay. <laughs> I think the bottom issues. line is, though, the good thing is it's like kind of where we started on that conversation, which is even if you don't always fully feel represented by that label, even if you don't always fully feel it defines you or doesn't define you, the point is you using it for a really good thing yeah. can only be good. Also, right? the songs are just fucking good. I know that you've also got like a bit of like a sexy song. I do. So I'm on. I'm going to. Yeah. So, OK, <laughs> let, me just, let me just let me just whiz through because I feel like I got really sidetracked on the label conversation there. Um, but that's because I found it important. So basically, the chronological journey is the what do you call it is what do I call it? I'm I'm, I'm something. I'm definitely not straight, but yeah. I don't know which label fits me. Oh, no. Rah, rah. And then uh, She's Pretty was second. And the idea with that is kind of just the infatuation part of like seeing a girl and being like, oh my God, do I want her or do I want to be her? Like she's mm -hmm. just, mm -hmm. and it's kind of All been there. meant to be a bit of a like. Is it about a gay girl? Because when you're like, fine, cool, she's pretty, cool. cool. And I know I'm just a number. Yeah. Is it her being like. Bit of a shame. Open, gay woman. Yeah. Or bi woman. And then you're like still kind of in the closet within yourself. It's being like. significantly about one girl. Okay. It's a, it's about Ooh. Yaz. My, Yaz who oh, DJs at uh, uh, yeah, yeah. uh, um, Sheba. Does who, she know this? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why she's in she the artwork. The video. So yes, she's she is, she's in the artwork and now tattooed on me, which is Lol. actually kind of so lesbian. Weird, I love that. Right, but but. Um, also, I'm tattooed on me. So is it lesbian or is it just narcissistic? I don't know. Um, <laughs> but both. But I wrote it about it because, you know, we're, we're really good friends now. Nothing ever actually happened. But I like had a big fat crush on her when I I'd first came across her. I'd love to have a song written her. about me. I'm so fucking jealous that it wasn't me. That's what I'm annoyed about. <laughs> but she was just really cool. And I feel like, you know, she was a DJ at a lesbian bar yeah. and did loads it's of events. Classic. It's, like, it's a classic. Everybody in here yeah, fancies you, you and you're a bit unattainable. Being, and that's I'm sorry, but you could be fit. ugly and be a DJ and fuck. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I'm putting it out there. So true. If you ever want to get on the shag, girl, become a DJ. Become yeah. a DJ. Like, specific, I feel like, though, that's only for women because male yeah. DJs is oh, the opposite way. Yeah. It is. It is, isn't it? But yeah, so that was that. It was kind of inspired by that because I was like, you're just, you walk in here and you know everybody wants you and I'm one of those people. <laughs> so yay, she's pretty. And then it was, okay, I I do want to be with her. It's not, I don't want to be her. I want to be with her, but yeah. I don't know how to talk to girls. Yeah. And I've already explained that yes. was you know, from there. And then it's, okay, Your learn how journey. to talk to girls. So what's oh. the what's the bit after that? Having Fingering. sex with girls. <laughs> yeah. So Finger first, fun. Hottest. So it's first best hottest. Mm -hmm. And um, it was actually the last one I wrote for this because the fifth one is not that deep, which is like, Fe the feelings one the first and time getting feelings I yeah. love how you say it's not that deep and then say it's about feelings yes because but you say the sex one is deep the sex one's deep well figuratively speaking the <laughs> the so because because not that deep the whole premise of it is kind of meeting someone and being like oh my god are you my soulmate or do we just like the same music like it yeah. could be it yeah. could and be have one good the sex other. which like, I think happens yeah. a lot with also girls. good sex can like blur your mind oh right you can my get god. fuck blind yeah. and yeah. Yeah. you're yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. in love oh I'm not especially yeah. with women and listen I have had wonderful sex with all the genders so don't I'm not hating on the men mm -hmm. you know I have great oh, sex shut with men. up Beth. but <laughs> that first time with the woman <laughs> was life changing <laughs> can you <laughs> Why did you say Oh, shut up, Beth! <laughs> Only because I personally. You feel really offended. upset. You yeah, feel yeah. so upset by Can it. Listen! Look, look hey, fuck off. Can you do the tequila taste? That line with the fingers. Just with do that fingers. for me now. Because this. <laughs> you're gonna need them later. <laughs> yeah, it's the. You got that. Tequila taste, why don't you let me take those rings off your fingers? You're, You're gonna, gonna need them later. Sorry, <laughs> oh, I have to ask. I've been trying to work that out. Yeah, because everybody what? thinks it's the rings that you're going to need later. No, it's the no, fingers. no, no, you're going to need the fingers later, so take your fucking rings yes, off, Yes, I thought the rings, because I was thinking, well, she's going to need the rings later. Yeah, oh, everybody everybody me. keeps doing that. Is there that. now fingering rings? And, and I was thinking, I'm missing out, because you can actually get rings... <laughs> that vibrate. That vibrate and are textured. I'm getting some. No, yeah, that so great. I completely... Got the whole. Okay. I do kind of like people <laughs> not really getting it though because it, it gives me an opportunity to call me like, oh, hey guys, it's like it's not the rings that she needs later, and they're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, you can I'm play a virgin. On that. Like, also, yeah, you, you can be like first-time lesbians putting on a stack of gold rings before going into the bedroom with a yeah. girl, and then they're in <laughs> hospital with a doctor <laughs> just. Like, oh, all out. I wonder how many times that's happened. I bet it's, so many. I bet it's happened a lot. I bet, I bet. Do you know this is the roguest thing that's probably ever going to come out of my mouth? It's easier to take the rings off while you've been fingering her for a little bit because it lubes up your fingers and you can take them off. 
Yeah, but have disgusting. The cunt then like... drives around the thing, the ring. Yeah. But have you ever been vile. there where you're kind of like midway and then you think, then oh shit, I should take off my ring. And then once all is said and done and not everything's attractive anymore and the next day you look at your bedside table and your gold you wing, got little your gold rings. wing, your gold wing, your gold rings are white. <laughs> it's not all fun and games it's anymore. It's not, it's not. When you have to wash, the, it's the shame. Yeah. Do you know what, do you know what the queer girls need is instead of, old people putting their teeth into things on the side we of their bed. We need a little sterilising pot yeah, for We our need rings. a sterile station yeah. for the rings and finger dipping because no one <gasps> wants BV. Do you know what? That is so true because nobody ever thinks about dirty fingers. Dirty fingernails. No and then you get BV, BV yeah. and thrush. Everyone. Like, everyone. No one is immune. We all get <laughs> it because your little girlfriend has gone to the toilet and then she's touched the toilet door or whatever. Yeah, and, and then, then she's fingered, fingered you. you. God, you lot. You With lot. With your rings on as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be your part two of that song. It's just How that. to clean your rings <laughs> and your fingers. To BV. Yeah, and the you're going to need it, Nate, as later is going to be the sterile station that we're now going to create. No, it's a pessary. You're First best bacterial it, vaginosis. Yeah. That's you not could get sponsored by Caniston. We could. I bet they pay really well. We probably would. Be <laughs> just um, a free Caniston for life. Anyway, back to this Sorry, sexy song I took Sorry, that you've song just made so it. unsexy. I and I don't it. think I can yeah, ever sing again. Your YouTube video is really hot. Thanks. So hot. This is It's the era of the thirst traps. I'm so glad yeah. because you do not understand how bored I am of the entire internet thinking that I don't know how to talk to girls. Yeah. Guys, for you. guys, hear me out. She's actually got chat. She's got a lot better as well. You've always yeah. had good... <laughs> No, so this is the thing. You <laughs> have always had really good, good chat. chat. We've said from Thanks. the start, Beth has always had a thing. Like, always had a thing. We've always advocated for this. Always had really good chat. I think the problem was before was that you cracked quite early. So you sure. wouldn't, like, hold it for long enough. Like, no. it was quite easy to crack you. That's what you've improved on. Because the chat's always Got been there. But I think it's the confidence, right? It's You're the, definitely like, more confident. It's the growth. It's because I think the thing is, I don't really take myself very seriously. Yeah. Mm. So I think I've just never had the thing in me to be like, okay, I'm going to like stick with the sexy thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it's not really me. Mm -hmm. But listen, like I am not denying my my gay panicness like we've all seen it it's it's not fake it's real however i do know how to talk to girls because if i well. didn't like where would the rest of this ep have come oh you from? definitely you know, I mean, know how to talk to girls i think you're right the envisage of what people thought that was was like literally no idea no conversation yeah. no chat and actually i don't know how to talk to girls was about an an Approaching a woman. It's approaching. gay panic yeah. in a script, basically. It's actually, you know what? Actually, once I'm talking to one, one, like it. a girl, it, um, I'm all right. It's, yeah. It, but the approaching is still hot. But I feel like yes. it's that with a, with a crush with anyone. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I get that with like, there's people in our life, I would be like, I'd get gay panic. Not overtly outwardly but mm. in my brain i'm thinking yeah. what am i gonna say I think next it, i think like, it just doesn't help that you get very visually read <laughs> do you yeah. know what i mean it doesn't like, also is your curse like 
alcohol flushes me so much. Yeah. Right? And then you're already so give me two it. drinks and I'm like my yeah. cheeks are gone. So it does it yeah, it does you serve that baby, me very you're well. giddy just like me, honey. You love to get giddy <laughs> and you love to get a little bit silly and girls are really hot and they are quite intimidating as well. Like women are intimidating. Exactly. Before we go on to the questions for Beth though. I do really just want to talk quickly about this because what we're talking about here is a lot of it is about like people's interpretation, people forming opinions based on very little information and how amazing yet damaging and awful the internet can be. Um, (laughs) And we were talking about this before we started recording. Don't talk to me about the internet. The the hate that I get, the, the hate that we get from men being like, you're a joke just really doesn't bother me oh, yeah. like it, what does bother Correct. me is when our own community say shit or like come for us in a really personal way mm. that couldn't be further from the fucking truth if they tried for it to be but it's mm-hmm. because people think that they know you though that's the thing right and a lot yeah. of people will do that for you because you do go out on the street you talk to them you're very organic with it right so you're very clever at the way that you do it but that and it is real the thing it is, is real, it but is people real. will believe that that is Beth as an entirety. Yeah, exactly, of her and that's person. the thing. It's like it is a real part of it's me. A real also, s- like zero point five percent of your life, and the same as us with this podcast. It's yeah. like everything you hear on this podcast is one hundred percent authentic, real, who we are. But this is two hours of recording mm. of seven days a week. Exactly. Also, like. like yeah, you know, I mentioned it a little bit earlier when I was talking about um, marketing. It it doesn't make sense. People are not. We're not in that era of of life right now. It's short form, right? That's where we're at. TikTok, yeah. it's Reels. That's what's going off. You get a few seconds to get people's attention. They don't have time for your life story yes. and and the or to to the... explain the context of the fact that oh hi, this is a song that I wrote two and a half years ago. So actually, right now, I do know how to talk to girls, but I'm going to just serve Relive you a song it, yeah. oh my god I'm be, like i can't do that so it's like it doesn't make sense people mm-hmm. are fucking exhausting they really are that, that is that is the only thing also some people exhausting. are just chronically online and yeah. it's like i can honestly say never in my whole entire life have i commented something negatively on someone's shit Me either why would you do that i, can't be I have discussed go it and with have friends. Sex. i've seen something exactly literally go get a hobby go, go and have sex up your ass I have okay. seen something or repeatedly seen stuff where, yes, I'll send it into the group chat and be like, what do people think of this, right? Which is fine. That's really normal. But I've never gone out of my way to comment on someone's thing and be like, you're a piece of shit. Or I know so much about you yeah. from this one clip. I'm going to say something yeah. really awful say because I know are. everything. Yeah, uh, it is just weird. People are bored. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But on the other side of it, though, it's managed to give you this platform which you exactly. never would have had without it. So exactly. And generally, people are really nice. Yeah. Generally, people we are, are super nice. Lucky. I think you know. It, again, it goes back to it's the same conversation in circles. It's the same thing as I had it on a video where I had opened it saying something about being bisexual, and yeah. somebody had commented, going, um, "Oh, if you're bisexual, then why are all your songs about women?" They're not, but at this point, Don't Have Sorts of Girls wasn't even out yet. So you had two songs from this EP, which is about women. And then one song before that was o- outwardly about women. Yeah. Pre- other than that, they're either not gendered or de- like about men. So it's like, but you, because you have seen two videos of me talking to women, 
that's what you have decided I am and then that's what you're going to make that judgment off. And I think it's just like reminding people that there is so much more than what they see online. And you could delve back into the depths of forever and you still wouldn't know the whole story yeah. because yeah, what I've wouldn't. chosen to share with you. Yeah. Like, yes. I have so much going on and I feel so strongly I will die on the hill that like you have to protect yourself. I don't want the entire world's opinion on most of my life. Yeah. Like you it can't just because like I just because I put some of it on there, it doesn't mean that the world is owed everything I do and every person that and also I have it is a really it. scary space. Yeah. Like, and I just don't want it. It's yeah. like if I put it out there then yeah, you you kind of are putting yourself out there to, to be, be criticized. Yeah. But like I you know, there was a video the announcement that I made I was in between a session and going somewhere else and I had my dog with me um, for this tour that was announced. I was supporting Katie Baser on tour. Oh yeah. It's gonna be really great. We did a little, like really simple little video and I have a sausage dog who's a little stubborn bastard, right? Yeah. And they they like, right, we need to run, you run off together. And that dog, I have to drag him everywhere. <laughs> he is I have to drag him fuck. everywhere. It's the same like, as Ziggy. Happens every day of my life. Yeah. He yeah. gets dragged, he doesn't, he knows that he's getting also, dragged. you and that dog are bonded like he anything is treated else. like a human. Yeah, and yeah. That's same with that like, If anyone ever came at me, I well, go on and I know what but, you're going to say. Well, so and there's a there's a. I actually thought it was funny, right? Because he's a tiny dog. He's fine. He gets a little bit whipped round <laughs> <laughs> when yes! I run. He got a little bit yeeted, right? Yeah, but because, because he honestly, refuses because to he run. refused to run. Yeah. Yeah. and everyone's like, oh, he can't keep up. He's got a little. Yes, he can. That dog outruns me when he wants to. Also, when yeah, he's got when he wants when to, he's he got run a away. packet of also that were literally fucking made to chase rabbits and things. They and are like fast. Ferrets through oh. fucking holes. That is, they're literally He's quick. If, if they're he, bred to be quick. Listen, if I get a Greg sausage roll and I leave the packet on the side. <laughs> he's gone. He's gone. I'm, I ain't getting him. I don't know where he's gone, right? So he, he's Ziggy fine. Does that, of our pants. that dog is yeah. fine. Yeah. But oh my God, the comments. Oh, that poor dog. Abuse. That, you know, oh, you can't drag your dog like that. Also, that dog should be on a harness. No, he shouldn't. His dash, sorry, going off on tangent here. Dashes aren't meant to also, be on how harnesses. how about take your fucking energy about feeling about animal welfare and go to a literal charity and do something go about it. Go do something it. about it. I think my point with that being, as much as I went on a tangent about my dog because I feel very precious about it, is that I am so deliberate with what I share online because that's like, if it's, so, I don't care if people come for me, me mm -hmm. directly, me, you're mm -hmm. ugly, you're this, you yes, can't sing, same. don't care. I'm doing what I want to do. But I'm like, I'm keeping elements of my life private because I don't want them to be up for grabs. And I look yep. like, it was a perfect example with one snippet of my dog being online that people are perceiving in a certain way. It's like, that's really precious to me. And that is something that is gonna make my life worse. So why would I do it to myself? Which is why I am quite, you know, private about my private life. And there's obviously a line, like I, I like the idea of private, not secret, but why would I want to put up, like, pe you know, that's my dog. I yeah. like people that I care about. What you want me to put this person that like, I've just started dating or I've been dating for all of this time. You want me to show you their lives as well. Yeah. So then their lives are also up for grabs. Like that's, I think that's another thing that I, I do feel quite strongly about with like being online. It's yeah. just, 
when if you don't know something about someone's life, it isn't necessarily because they're trying to hide it from you or keep things a secret. It's because you don't deserve an opinion on it yes. all the yeah. time. Yeah. And you'll have one probably. Yeah. You might not. You might be a lovely person who's like, that's nice that she's living her life like that. Yeah. But there's a fucking load of people yeah. who are gonna sit there and be like, eh, well, I think me, 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 me. and yeah. you're like, shut yeah. up. Yeah. 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 So that that was my point. <laughs> Thank you. I, no, I completely agree. <laughs> so we put onto the Lesbian Supper Club Instagram. If you don't follow us, by the way, do. It's at Lesbian Supper Club Pod. Basically saying, Beth's coming on the podcast. What do you want to know? And lots of you have sent lots of questions. And obviously, I'm just going to pick out the best one. I'm terrified. But the best one. The best ones. <laughs> the best, best one. The best, best one. It's not even a question, but it's a thank you. And it's really made me laugh. Say thank you. I found out my ex was cheating on me from the back of one of your videos. <gasps> So oh, good. Oh my, my god. god. Please that. DM me the, the the info because I need to know the yeah, tea. We and really I know it's none of my business. Sorry, I just went off on a massive rant That's about how things people, are none yeah. of people's business, but like I need to know. That's my business. I need to know to you. Okay, right. That one I just wanted to get out of the way. Just That's gonna fire it. through some of the more like logistical ones. Okay. Is she planning a Barcelona gig? Is she? Ooh, not planning but i love barcelona so yeah it, you know, it would definitely barcelona. be on the cards we'll we should come. all do one together her opinion on jenny Schechter. <sighs> yeah exactly that's all that needs to be said it's just a sigh just, <sighs> just a loud sigh and an eye roll necessary but annoying do you know <laughs> what i mean does she snore a little bit not a lot but a little bit oh, just a little bit <laughs> usually when i got a cold <laughs> can't breathe <laughs> um. <laughs> What's the most cringe moment you had when talking to a girl? <laughs> I've shared this on the internet, actually. Um, it was, long story short, it was Yaz, it was the DJ. And um, I, yeah, tragically thought that something was going on and I just really fumbled the bag and I like then lent in. I, I'd had too much to drink and we were, t and I was like, maybe this is a vibe. And like right before she got in her Uber, I, I like leaned in and she swerved me for a cheek kiss. But then the, the thing is, swerves? Beth, Maca Beth McCarthy. Wow. Beth McCarthy. Right. You know what? Wouldn't swerve me now, but well, back then. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? But payback. You and what I will both. say very quickly is just exclusive. That story has an even worse back end, which is that I invited her to one of my gigs. I also invited my amazing, beautiful friend, Nadia, who again nothing has ever happened with but yes when i first saw them did i fancy them yes it's not that vibe now but i mean i still fancy them but in a friend way yeah. but like i was like oh they're fit and then for whatever reason i invited them both to my gig not with any intention of like i'm gonna try and crack on with both of them at the gig or anything but, but i was like ah. i do think you felt like they'd both be in the audience and then be like oh no fall in love with you. me yeah oh, absolutely yeah. because that's why i do it right yeah, yeah. and uh and then anyway it worked on me I, it worked on me and i've said it many exactly it's the only time you fancy me is when i'm on stage no, I, you, you always say yeah, you, i have a 10 minute window after i come off stage <laughs> and then it's gone yeah, again i think that's about three hours. Brilliant. Or but then, had a drink. basically, <laughs> I came off stage. I had like a bunch of people talking to me after the gig. I could see them both in separate parts of the bar. And then at <laughs> one point, they, they, they'd met. And I was like, oh, that's that's oh. cool. Oh, and then, no. yeah, of course, of course they really got on. And of course they dated then after that. And so basically, I invited wow. two people that I fancied to my gig. And they ended up dating each other. Well, do you oh, know that and I got friends owned by both. A loser. I'm a loser. <laughs> I don't know how to talk to girls. So, so yeah, good. there you go. Someone said your lyrics are always so relatable. Where do you get your inspiration for them slash your EP? So 
think we, we pretty much answered that. We've kind of answered that, life, but like right? music, yeah, my life, but I guess like musically, I, I do like kind of conversational lyrics. So it's like mm. the kind of Julia Michaels, uh, you know, Sabrina Carpenter's of the world. It's I guess it's in that realm where it's like, I, I like to, if I'm in a session, if I'm writing a song, I'm like, okay, I want to say that, but in a in a way that you would say it to your mate, like on a voice note, not in like a, hey, I'm writing a lyric. So like, yeah. I love my, like I kind yeah. of want to give it a bit more, if that makes sense. Totally get it. How would you describe yourself in three words? Pink. I knew that was coming. Chaotic. Yeah. yeah. Um, Alfie. Alfie, yeah, <laughs> probably. Gay, chaotic, no, sorry, pink, chaotic and Alfie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. think that's quite good. Yeah. yeah. Someone else <laughs> said, <laughs> this one, I don't know why it made me laugh, but it did. How's her ass for love bites? <laughs> I don't even know, but like. Does that mean like, is it a good bum to give a love bite? Who is sent that? <laughs> we can cut this out. Is it someone who <laughs> has to say their bite? name? So, okay, where my brain was going with that is like, oh, is this a person who's previously yeah. given my ass a love bite and they're trying to like get You're in there? Me that you but no, I can't say that Donna Tweedy ever gave my ass a love bite. So, Donna. You have got a lovely ass though, so I'll answer that for you. People do keep asking, like, European tour, Sweden. So, there are going to be some Europe dates. I'm, I'm announcing a tour. Ne it'll be next week when this goes out. So, it's, there is a tour announcement happening mm -hmm. so keep your eyes peeled i'm not gonna like spoil it for everyone but yes there are going to be a couple of your updates in there not that I'm, I'm sure there will be some disappointed people because i can't go everywhere obviously but you know i guess shout about it if i'm not going and then i can be like hey managers uh there's loads yeah, of people who want yeah, me to yeah. go there make a yeah. noise well that's like and that is so true as well and you were there and i'm like taking it for all of us i saw an interview from renee rap and they asked her what was your what's been your favorite memory ever from all of your concerts she said her favorite ever memory was when she'd done her off the cuff london gig didn't realize she had such a big following here and also said performing in the kitchen and everyone singing oh. it in their british accents literally like rocked her fucking world so, so you just good. never know so you do have to rave about loving who you love so the last question is well we've had lots more but as i've just said to the guys that or the girls or the gays that a lot of them i think we've actually covered for you guys throughout yeah. this episode so i'm going to finish on a funny one and it's a arch nemesis one between me and you oh who gives beth more gay panic scarlett or freya scarlett gives me more gay panic i'm gonna kill myself but that's because you give it back to me more like you're a you're okay. in you're a more of a outward flirt that's why no one minute no i think it's because i am the softer of the two you are and you're too yeah. you're you, you you give me gay panic when you actively like go out of your way to give me gay panic but okay. I think you feel a bit sorry for me so you kind oh! of go no 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 not in a bad not in a mean way but I think like you'll you'll be like softer with me yeah so that it's like you won't try and you won't like really try like and make really me feel uncomfortable whereas person. Scarlett will she isn't a touchy feely person whereas I am so you I are. feel like when it comes from Scarlett it feels very intentional whereas when it comes yes. from me because it's happening all the time yeah you're completely blind to it now and I fucking I hate myself I'm no but so it's gay panic is so like you know just shut up Scarlett <laughs> you've got Brie can't have it all and I want my cake and I want to eat it too <laughs> I want them all to want me I fancy okay. you both the same I fancy you too darling
The, the gay that. panic thing is a different thing. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, okay. notes. Don't be so butt hurt. <laughs> My butt hurts. Your butt hurts. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just want to quickly go back to talking about First Best Hottest, the sexy song, yeah. because we brushed over this. Yes, but we did. Freya, your, your voice is in that song. So I can't remember what I even say in that, but you made me send you a load of voice I notes. Ma- right. I feel like <laughs> the move is right now that I have to find some of these voice notes that you sent me. Oh, <gasps> yes. Because, so basically, so in What Do You Call It originally, mm-hmm. I wanted to have like a, a girl saying, hey, I have feelings for you. Because the, the middle eight is like, it's supposed to be a phone call. The phone rings yes. like, hey. Mm-hmm. And it was going to be like, I, you know, I have feelings for you, like a break in the song. So I... Was I, I like got you to do it right, and um, and then it ended up being room. just like this isn't what. So then I was like, okay, we could do it in first best hottest, yeah. and I want to call back to don't have sorts girls where it's like she said and she says what's your name, yeah, and I can't remember it, yeah, and so I was like, we'll open it with what's your name, so that's what you oh, what okay. I ended up getting you to say like way down the line, but this was the beginning, right? Oh no, so. Okay, I'm going to just... one times two. See, can I just say quickly, I didn't get involved in any of this because I knew one day it'd come around to bite me on the ass. Yeah. And here we are. Yeah, Where fair enough. you? Take the ticket. I do. Right. So she goes normal for a couple, right? Here's one of the... I think I might have feelings for you. I'm going to fucking die. I think my dick is too big. Hey, I think I might be in love with you. Oh, hey, I think your mum is really fit. Hey, I think your pussy is God. <laughs> I want to. Um, this is so me, though. Like, I can't. <laughs> so, you know what? It's so on brand. So many, right? So, and the thing is, the, the pussy is God one, right? Mm. Actually, originally was what was in First Best Hottest. Because I'd, I'd sent all of these to the, the producer I was working with, Alex Anya, and he did, what do you call it? And he also did First Best Hottest okay. with me. And I sent like a bunch of them to him and I sent the Pussy is God one as a joke. Yeah. And then when we did First Best Hottest, he was like, it was like, hey, I think uh, your Pussy is God. And then I start singing. And when I tell uh. you, I wish I could have put that, but, but I was like, you should King have like Princess. that little bit though. For like, I feel like King Princess like would have fucked with that. Yeah, probably. But I was like, ah, copyright issue. Is, also, like yeah. at that point, I'm probably a bit I feel like more. Like you could DM King Princess though and be like, hey babe, would you be offended? And they'd be like, nah, do if it. If I did this, I might put it out. Like not not put it out. You as could do like a mini thing, version like, two or something just for the crack. Also, I was like, but bit. at this point, I mean, I'm fine now. But you know, I was thinking about releasing this, and I was not. This was this EP is like the first time I've been so this open about being queer and and it's and quite intense it's interesting like the again the year on this podcast thing like this podcast was the first time i was really really open mm, about yeah. my queerness like in a in a oh, deep way i know look at me now but like i remember talking about like my first experience with a girl that was freaking that was out that was that really i had shared funny. that with the world yeah now i would just do it in a heartbeat for a for a tiktok video do you know what i mean but <laughs> i um for that song then we ended up switching it into what's your name because I thought it'd be a, a clever throwback and and whatever. Yeah. So yeah, if you if you have a little listen to the you'll hear Frey. to first best hottest and everyone's the, gonna be fingering themselves to you. Everybody thinks it's me though because we sound similar. But this is what made me laugh so much was that when I heard you doing it on someone else's song, I gonna be Freya. I laughed because I was like, not only is it the same concept, but the voice is exactly the fucking same. It's funny we've got the same voice, same name. 
Yeah, we do. We Fuck. do. All the same. Your long lost sister. We also in a club. We like have quite. We have kind of similar brains sometimes yeah, as well. You're both the same similar. level of chaotic and like very caring, loving, have your mm. moments of brutality. Emotional. Emotional. Anxious. anxious. Like the anxious attachment yes. is there. Smiles, Thank like you. the big <laughs> smiles yeah. as well. Let's go, girly. We've both got really big smiles, yeah. which is quite similar. Yeah. We're both short queens. I'm not as short as Beth, but, okay. but you really but you are short, a short queen. But you know what? It's funny because Beth coming to Levi's today um, and we always like source out the pink for Beth, of course. Yeah, yeah. my dress on a pair of tra- trousers and she's like, why is everything so long at the moment? No, it's really I annoying. Know, I was like, like babe, don't have this conversation no, with I me. Say it to like, Freya. Same. Yeah. They are though. I'm, I'm, fi- I'm almost 5'7", almost, right? That you're is more 5'6 like than you're 5'7". No, but seven. that's mm. above five, average, four. right? For a woman. That's above average mm. for a height for a woman. So why the fuck? does nothing fit we are meant to be a growing species though we are but fuck off anyway (laughs) let's go on to the horror story okay so this person wrote in this horror story says hello first off i want to tell you how much i love the show i listen to it often while i'm running and i think my neighbors think i'm deranged because i will start laughing loudly whilst i'm running down the street thank you very much thank you for the queer love and representation as a millennial i can say that i wish i had something like this to help me navigate my sexuality thank you thank you thank you and you can also thank beth as well for that because she's doing the same this horror story is one that started and ended like a typical lesbian bar experience and then took a turn a few years ago i was visiting some friends in a city with a great gay bar scene One of my friends had a co-worker I'll call T. She wanted to go out with us queers to the lesbian bar. T was by all accounts heterosexual and in a situationship with a guy in the military who was deployed overseas. While she really liked this guy, she talked about how often he would behave like a dick, her words, and was somewhat wishy-washy about exclusivity and labelling their relationship. Needless to say, none of us queers were rooting for this relationship. All of us hung out during the day and T made some comments about wanting to make out with a woman and never having done it before. Classic. (laughs) Let me tell you, T is beautiful. And when we started to pregame, she started to flirt with me. When we were in the cab on the way to the bar, she looked at me and said, let me take the lead on this. And I was like, oh my God. Okay. We all start drinking and having a good time. And then she and I went to sit down in a less noisy part of the bar. The next thing I know, she grabs me and we start making out. I figured it would be something short and quick, but it started to escalate. And I asked if she wanted to go to the bathroom. Another classic. Another classic. So we start having sex in the bathroom for about 15 minutes. And then after she came, we decided to go outside again. Everything was cool for the rest of the night. And she made it back to the hotel and fell asleep. She's in a different bed than me. In the morning, I wake up to tea talking to this guy and acting like nothing happened, like almost as if she had amnesia. And we didn't drink that much for her to black out. She's literally in bed gushing about this guy. I didn't think anything more would happen, but it seems so strange to not even acknowledge it. Anyways, we have breakfast. I go home and everything's fine. But that's not the horror part. A few weeks later, I find out that the guy that she was seeing was killed in combat. And I'm the last person his girlfriend kissed. It was so sad and I felt so bad for her and the loss in general. I don't necessarily feel guilty because I could have never predicted the outcome and she was part <laughs> of the decision. But all of the things that happen after a lesbian bathroom hookup. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this is, I know this, this, this is a podcast, right? And I should be saying something, but I am... Flabbergasted. I am know, speechless. speechless. <laughs> <laughs> I like... I was like, where is this going? Like, what's happening? Killed in combat? Yeah. I know. 
I stops coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be If you so don't sad. laugh, you'll cry. You'll cry. But it is it's really sad. Did they end up together? No. no. I don't. <laughs> I would hope not. Well, at least well, it would listen, be worth no, it. It would be worth it. It's so Kind true. of. Ooh. Oh, you don't expect it to go there, do you? No, you don't. That one was a. Can you? Oh, that was a doozy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that was awful. I, I think it's like I honestly, I don't want to speak ill of the dead. No, but the fact that she was saying that he was being wishy washy, didn't want to commit. Well, he's in the military. To then, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> what I'm no! saying is, in the military. If he didn't want to commit, he's out and about, he's with his mates all the time. He probably was doing the same thing, right? It's a classic thing. Yeah, but we can't thing. assume he's dead. We can't. Get fucking someone come after no, us. No, we can't assume. But all I'm saying is for both the girlfriend and the lesbian that did We're do just the saying, naughty, don't feel naughty, naughty. Oh, I can't believe never know. It. Look, it, things do happen. Well, there's things happen and you can't. Like, it she also has nothing to do with you. So. And we've all, we, you know... It, we, we haven't all been there. No, we've all been there being the other girl or being the cheat. Like, we've all, I've hold my hands up. No one's died after, but <laughs> like we've said, it's never ended in death. However, <laughs> the lesbian yeah. curse is taking to the next fucking level. I mean, that's I something, just, something you else. You can't blame yourself. Like you said, it is just a very just unfortunate That one really just got so unfortunate. Just very unfortunate. It was a week sad. later, did they say? I think it was quite soon was after, quite yeah. Soon. Oh my God. I know. Well, God, I mean, that girl would have felt it. awful, wouldn't she? Yeah. The other one. Oh, yeah. The, it, it, I it, feel it, like the, the guilt would eat me alive. Yeah. yeah. That would, you would feel, I mean, whether it was, he, he's a man, woman, like whoever the situation, like it is awful. I mean, at least you never have to but go through the whole thing of telling him. I wanted to label anything though. Technically she didn't. She, she wasn't really, yeah, true. <laughs> look, look, I don't even know what I was going to say. <laughs> look, listen. At least, you know, sh he never had to go through the pain of finding out. That's what I that thought. That is true. That's a, you know. Yeah. He might Silver not linings. have been that bothered as well. Just to make everyone feel better, he might not have bothered. Because if he didn't want to commit, he might have just been like, actually, do you know what? If you're doing it, I can now be honest about doing it. And we I've can been have a doing casual it. We'll never We've know. We've all been doing it. We'll never we know. We will never because know. Because he's dead. Because... Yeah. Right. <laughs> on that note, uh, thank you for listening to today's episode of the Lesbian and Supper Club you, podcast. Thank you, for coming on the it's podcast. It's okay. Beth, give us a run through of what's next. So, Beth. what is next is my EP, I Don't Know How to Talk to Girls, is coming out on Valentine's Day because I am Pink Cupid, otherwise known as Poopid. <laughs> who calls you poopin'? Me. Uh, Which actually, Q-Pink is cute. Q but uh, of yeah, course, I didn't think that. I just thought poopid. I, yes, EP. On Valentine's Day, I'm doing a big release party at Dawson Den on the 18th, which you can't come to because it's Cause the soul. But, but if you've already got tickets, but if you're already coming, then great, I'll see you there. And then I, yeah, I'm going on on tour, which I will be announcing officially very, very it's soon. Um, I'm doing. It's my biggest London show. Well, it's my biggest tour ever, wow. and wow. it's my biggest London show by. Three times, Shit. I think. So a lot. Over double, which is insane. Amazing. And I love it there. It's an incredible location that when the details yeah. are revealed, you're gonna just gonna it. love. Gonna you're be gonna love it. insane. So I'm very, very excited. And then yeah, the EP's gonna come out. I've got um a very exciting follow up single. 
um, oh which my is God, which we're for the oh yes the we one that we got the for the, for the bi babies so like if it. you thought I don't know how to talk to girls with the bi anthem I you prefer this one you're not even I actually anthem. like this song even more yeah, yeah. same yeah so, so there's a lot of good shit on all good way. things we're gonna have another podcast in another year yeah. I'll just then, keep coming back yeah, every February I think it's good for us to check in yeah then we see and I can't wait to hear about what that we'll do it so long as I'm like better because if yeah. imagine if it yeah. all went downhill well, now and us. next time it's like guys it all went wrong <laughs> i got cancelled you know what though that makes a brilliant episode for us yeah, so true. either way <laughs> then it could be like rising from the dust here's my horror story yeah rising my career Every, my career got cancelled right we love you goodbye all, and i love see you, you later we'll see you next week bye, bye.